We gotta get out of this place. Some British invasion before that. The, the mamas and the papas with straight shooter, one of my Yo. favorites of theirs. And before that, Street Yo. Corner Society. Hey, summer nights. A bit of an obscure yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe from the Bay Area. Nothing. And uh, in the genre, the sub 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 genre known as right, sunshine cool. pop, which also. Oh, I think the feedback in here probably is the mamas and the papas. Before so that, some rock and roll, the Rockin' Rebels with Wild Weekend. And I want you to do me a favor. Uh, listen to uh, the Wild Weekend again. You can find it on YouTube. And then I want you to listen to uh, John Fogarty's Rock and Roll Girls off his Centerfield album from the 80s. That was the period for John Fogarty when he was being sued by record labels for sounding too much like himself. Uh, they lost that court case. Ha, 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 ha. But they would have had a better court case if they would have sued him for sounding too much like the Rockin' Rebels. Trust me, that opening riff is basically the same as Rock and Roll Girls. Both great tunes, but um, yeah. Coppin' a riff there, Fogarty. Uh, let's see, before that was ooh, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters with Let's Go, Let's Go, Let's Go. And at the top, Connie Francis with the super sexy Fallen. Okay, more British beat, British Invasion. Um, one of the biggest acts of the entire 1960s was Petula Clark, known for Downtown and I Know a Place and My Love. And this song, I believe, reached number 12 on the Hot 100, and it is my favorite song of hers. Here is Petula Clark with A Sign of the Times.
Yo, hello. Yeah, it's on. I mean, we can hear. going on hello 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 hello. we're testing out the microphones this is the voice of nothing keep talking no hello hello We good? I can hear it in the monitor. Cool. Hey, Kaiser's in the building. What's up, everyone? I can't. I can't hear myself. It's nice to see you, Kaiser. You know what? We just started, and I don't even know what I'm doing. So it's good. It's this is all good. We're here for an open mic. Yeah, like if you guys. I want to do, you know, whatever you want to do. I don't care. I don't really care. What's up, guys? Uh, this is formerly known as Watch and Learn. Shout out to our listening audience in Turkey. There's a lot of them, I hear. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Turkey. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to do a few jokes, actually, uh, because whatever. I can. I'm here. I have the microphone. You guys, uh, I'm not even going to time you. So just whenever you feel like you're done, unless you want me to say, hey, I actually only want to do this amount of minutes, then that's cool. You can write your name here if you want. You just I tell me when I'm canceled. What? You just tell me when I'm canceled. Okay. I'll tell you when you're canceled while you're going to say some anti-Semitic stuff. <laughs> we know you we know you justin oh man so ah, uh, i've been running around i've been fucking anxious all day it sucks it's been doing stuff i just can't wait till i'm depressed again because then i won't have to do anything you know i won't have to get out of bed it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun time can i tell you guys my fears um i'm afraid i'm afraid of jogging anybody else yeah I'm afraid of jogging because I've had like double D since seventh grade. I really feel like if I start jogging now, one of my tits is going to fly up and smack me in the face. It's going to give me a black eye. Then everyone's going to want to beat up my boyfriend. And that's not fair. Sometimes I don't wear a bra, but that's because I want them to sag to my belly button so I can throw them over my shoulder and then they won't hurt my back anymore. 
Do you guys ever like come up with reasons to party? Like reasons to celebrate? Like, hey, it's Snoop Dogg's birthday. Let's roll up a blunt. And then the next day you're like, it's Snoop Dogg's birth week. Let's roll up a blunt. And then the next week you're like, fuck it. Snoop Dogg was born. Let's roll up, guys. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you guys. Have you heard about the war on drugs? I've lost a few good men to the war on drugs. Like George, Andrew, even a couple Benjamins, even a Jackson 5. Thanks for that tag, Cody. Yeah, because I'm from Ohio. The opiate crisis there is so bad, man. It's so bad. Did you guys know the show Intervention? Where they like come and they follow a drug addict around. They're like, you're fucking up your life and you're fucking up our lives and we want you to get help. And then they send them to rehab. Well, they came to my hometown. I'm looking around. It's a small town. I'm I'm like, damn, they're going to have to do the whole town. They're going to have to do the whole town. And then they came and they did. They did the whole town. They called it hillbilly heroin. They didn't even do an intervention. They were just like, look how bad it is, guys. Because you know how like in California, before weed was legal, you could just go to a doctor and be like, I've got anxiety. And they'd be like, wink, nudge. And you got insomnia too, right? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, here's some weed. We would do that over there. But for Oxycontin, which is way more addictive, turns out. So the show came out and me and my friends and my family were all gathered around the TV like who are we going to know? Who are we going to see on intervention, right? They showed a dilapidated building in my sister's backyard. Her dog was in it. My nieces get so excited. They're like, Rufus is famous! Like, man, what a shitty thing to be famous for. But what an even shittier way to find out that your sister's dog is on drugs. Let's get Rufus some help. Let's get Rufus some help. We've got more comics in the building. Wow, there's actually more people here than I expected. Uh, So I'm just going to bring up your first comic, Casey Koniak, I think. All right. What's up, party people? Uh, (laughs) No, no, that didn't come from a sincere place. Uh, (laughs) Even still, you're like, ah. Um, hope you guys have been doing good. I feel like doing some of my jokes would be a little contrived, so I'm just going to talk to you. And then, you know, I'll look at your face and I'll know if you're over me. And I won't <laughs> waste too much of your time. Maybe probably, I- I'm guessing five minutes is about, no, maybe 30 seconds uh, is your limit. Uh, so my name, uh, what's that? I'll, I'll let you know when you're at five. Thank you. Uh, so my name's Casey. How you doing? Um, I'm married. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> About the same way. Uh, yeah, I know you hate this subject, but I love it because I, uh, I my wife is awesome. Uh, she's also white, so she's white and awesome, and uh, that's really important to me. I know it might not be mean much to some other people, but it means a lot to me. I kind of uh, needed that in my life. I uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I I'm like half Asian, right? So. My mom is Chinese automatically, and uh, no, she's Japanese. And uh, the thing about her was that, uh, thank you for telling me that. Uh, (laughs) uh, She's a typical like Asian tiger mom, and uh, just whatever came to your head, the stereotype, yes, she's cold, she's very brutal. And I remember just being like a little kid, like just uh, really just being like, please God, please, Send me a white girl, you know, that, that lets me share my feelings with big boobs and a bigger heart. 
please send me an angel who will let me come on her face. Please, please. And what's amazing is like, you know, <laughs> dreams come true. It's really great. Sometimes you get married and you get to do cool stuff and uh, you call it love. <laughs> uh, let's see, how else can I make you uncomfortable? Um, my, I went to Thanksgiving and my father-in-law had a heart attack. Uh, yeah, that's not a bit. That's a real thing. He had a heart attack. Yep. Now's the challenge to make it funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was, um, he's like one of those guys that has had so many heart attacks that like it's kind of routine for him. Like, <laughs> like this is like his third one. Like he, get, he gets tense like cavities. And so like I remember he weird, they were like wheeling him in to the ER on a bed. And uh, we brought him like a suitcase full of his clothes and he just goes, you got any IPAs in there? <laughs> and all right, you guys didn't care, but I thought it was funny. Um, man, sometimes this room is just really dark and impossible to connect with people on. I wish I could blow you away with material that you've never seen before, but I've been on, in a drought full of for writing. I know, riff on heart attacks? I wish I could, but that's really the only takeaway I had about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're crushing it when the mic turns into a joke workshop, <laughs> but I opened it up. I opened it up. It also just feels weird. I can't, I just can't do like the, the jokes I know for sure you guys have heard. I just can't do it. Like I'd rather just be real and suck than like be fake and suck. So <laughs> um, with that being said, I won't waste anybody else's time. Thanks for letting me kind of work out shit. I've done the same material and it worked out fine, but I don't know, maybe the vibe is not going good. Let's go, bye. <laughs> Yeah, Casey. Yay. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we're here. Mutiny Radio. It's raining. We're all still telling jokes and stuff. Your next comic might tell jokes. I don't know. We'll see what he does. Justin Creasy, everyone. Yeah. That's right. You were next. I don't plan on taking this seriously. I came here and I was just going to talk, uh, I was just going to riff on, I might just talk, talk about heart attacks. What do you, what do you, if you have three heart attacks, I think you're obligated to kill yourself. I think, I think that that's your body, that's like, that's like you hit snooze too many times. You got to get out of bed and you got to go to work and that's God is telling you that it's time to leave. Hey Luke. This is about you now. Have you ha had a heart attack? Yeah. Are you planning on it? Yeah. Yeah. We all we're all gonna we're all gonna die of a heart attack. 
Uh, if you have three heart attacks, that's lucky in some cultures. Because um, they like the number three. Is that in J Japan? I know that they hate four in Japan, right? They hate four because it sounds like the word for death. That's it. I wasn't going anywhere with that. Um, so if you have four heart attacks in Japan, extremely unlucky. Uh, how are you guys doing today? That's that's way more than I was expecting. Is no one is is nobody nobody's doing bad? Anybody miserable? Anyone miserable? Cody's miserable. Cody's honest. I like I like Cody more than I did yesterday. Um, no, okay, just Cody's miserable. I'm I'm not I'm not a very happy person in general. And uh, here's what that's like. I want to tell you what my life is like. I'm, I'm cold right now. Uh, I'm tired. I'm hungry. My stomach hurts. I'm lonely. Uh, I live in a dying body in a world that doesn't make sense, and God has abandoned us. God is dead. That's how I'm doing. Yeah, I got, I got you with that. That's, that went as far down as I could go. Um, I have, here's how I'm doing. I have a recurring dream where I'm, I can't steer my car because the steering wheel is made out of pretzels. And I, uh, they, I turn the wheel and they crumble, and I can feel all the salt in my fingers, and uh, and I can't stop because I gotta get to the post office before the government classifies me as a deer for hunting season. <laughs> and and it's raining, and everyone's honking at me, and I have to put the pretzels back together, and that's how I'm doing all the time. <laughs> And people are always like, how are you doing? And then I have to lie to you because I have to, I, I don't like how are you doing because I have to either lie to you or you're going to hate me, right? <laughs> we should stop saying that. We should, um, what if we just said like, congratulations? <laughs> what if we just said like, hi, congratulations. Just don't say why. Let me figure it out. Oh, he knows the thing I did. I got out of bed today. That would be, that would be, what if we could say good evening? We could say it's nice to see you, which is also a lie. Is it ever nice to see anyone? It's nice to see some people. It's nice to see, it's nice to see Kaiser. Only Kaiser. It's nice to see Kaiser. The rest of you can go back into the toilet where you came from. Um, uh, what else do I have to say about that? I just want to be honest, but you can, you're not allowed to do that. You can't be honest about how you are. I used to drive for Uber, and people would get in my car, and they'd be like, hey, how are you doing today? And I'd be like, do I have a story for you? <laughs> and you cannot drive for Uber if you do that. That is a three-star ride if everything else goes great. So... Uh, I forgot what my segue was to this, but that's why we do open mics. Uh, poor people are honest. I like honest people, but their lives are terrible. Because do you, do you have any rich friends? You notice how they talk like they're in the they're in an episode of Game of Thrones. They just they speak in riddles. You go, hey, what happened to your last chauffeur? And they go, oh, he had certain habits. And you got to go, oh, I guess they were bad habits. I'm not allowed to know what the habits are. Poor people don't do that. I go to CVS. I go to the, the the cash register guy. There's a word for that. I don't know what it is. The cashier. I, I do know what it is. I do know what it is. Um, 
and I say, hey, how's your day going? And he goes, shitty. And I'm like, right on. Enjoy working here for a long time. Um, what else about that? You can't be honest. I don't know. How much time do I have? I've done 20 minutes. Loose 10. Okay, so here's what you need to know about the Jews. Um, I do. I do have a bit that's just called the Jews, and here it goes. Uh, I. I. So I. I. Up here, who I am. You're shaking your head at me. You're, you're not anticipating the Jews bit. It's this is all about you. Everyone came out here for you. <laughs> because you're Kaiser. You're Kaiser Lieb. We love you. I have a look that says, okay, this guy definitely loves heavy metal, but does he hate the Jews? And, uh, and here's what I will say about the Jews. Uh, the Jews are vastly overrepresented in my sex life. Nope, nothing. All right. That's Scott giggles before. You people just don't want to laugh at anything. Uh, I'm not going to finish that bit. You don't deserve it. You didn't laugh at the... <laughs> You didn't laugh at the funny part, so fuck you. Um, you guys ever, uh, I'm trying to find something else to talk about. Are you ever just, you ever just chilling? You ever just fucking just straight chilling and then it's like, what the fuck? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy shit. You ever just hanging out? And then, um, okay, I'll try this one because I'll just burn it to the ground. Uh, women, lots of women lately seem to be really into very rough sex, BDSM, and I gotta choke like every other girl now, it's getting nuts out there. And, uh, I don't know how to feel about that, cause on the one hand, uh, it doesn't seem like a very healthy way to relate to someone. But on the other hand, I do love beating women. <laughs> and I'm just so happy that they are into it. You know, because it would be really awkward otherwise. I, I, when I was growing up, everyone told me you can't hit women. There's you of my parents and my teachers. You can't hit a girl for any reason. Girls seem to disagree. They can find a lot of reasons. Um, what else do I have to say about that? It's if if any of that makes you uncomfortable, which I mean, you're mostly uncomfortable because uh, this is an open mic. But um, if this topic. I'm trying to segue into this part. If it makes you uncomfortable, what I want you to know is that the whole kink thing, right? The whole kink thing came out of the sexual revolution. So it really, it's thanks to feminism, this is the best time to hit women. It's, it was, this is, this is social progress. This is, it's almost like the more feminist she is, the harder you have to hit her. Uh, everyone nods knowingly. Um, I used to be, I used to, I used to think like, if you liked someone, why would you want to hurt them? And then I lived with the wrong girl. I moved in with someone who beat the shit out of me. She kicked me in the stomach. She hit me with a Yankee candle. And one day I just grabbed her and I shook her and she licked her lips. And I was like, oh, that's how they work. Um, that's a pretty harsh line. Yeah, I'm, I'm working it out. What else do I have there? Uh, I'm getting sick of it. I'm getting, I'm sick of my own kink. Like I'll try to find a nice girl and we'll go on a nice date and I'll bring her upstairs and she'll slide my hand up to her throat and I gotta go, okay, you're a dirty whore, I guess. I'll totally kill you or whatever. Say my name if you feel like it. It's Justin, I'm Justin. 
Um, I got a few laughs from some of you. That's so overwhelming success. Yeah. Um, how much longer do I have? I'm gonna, I'm gonna squeeze every last bit out of this. Guys ever chilling and shit? Oh, yeah, here's something that I'm working on. Here's a premise. Uh, I think I might be a psychopath, okay? You know how most people have an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other, right? And they're always fighting and the angel's always saying like, come on, relax. And the devil's always like, come on, relax. Um, well, I don't have an angel and a devil. I have a devil and a lawyer. And I used to have an angel and I like the lawyer better. Okay, I'm fucking off. That's my time. I have one minute? Okay, I have one minute. I'm, gonna t I'm just going to tell... Okay, uh, 10 more minutes? 10 more minutes, okay. <laughs> guys ever chillin'? You guys ever straight chillin'? You guys ever just be chillin' and shit, and then it's like, what? Um, that's fucking crazy. It's crazy when that happens. Uh, so a couple people haven't heard this, and if you have, then you'll like it again. You have to, because I told you to. I used to write a lot of suicide jokes because of course I did. And uh, people tend not to like them. I was testing one out at a show one time, and uh, uh, here's how it goes. I, uh, comedy does not pay very well, but that's all right. I have a retirement plan, which is what I call shotguns. They didn't like it that much either. This woman came up to me after the show and she said, that's not funny. I know someone who tried to kill himself with a shotgun and he missed and he blew his face off and he had to live the rest of his life with no face. And I was like, wow, I would try again. I don't know who's, who blows his face off and goes, oh, this is so much better. I found the problem. It was my face the whole time. Um, okay, knock, knock. Not me. Bye. Yeah, Justin Creasy, everyone. Wow. Uh, is he? I don't know. I don't know who's leaving. I don't know who's staying. I don't even know who the next person on the list is. Because it doesn't seem like they're here. You know, you were talking about like how Jews are overrepresented in your sex life. I dated an uncircumcised Jew for like six years. It's so hard to find a Jew. Let him lie. You think he's a fake Jew? Yeah, he had his like genetics tested. He's like, I'm 80% Ashkenazi. And I'm like, does that mean you're like inbred? Because that seems, he didn't think that was very funny. Because it's not very funny. That's not even a joke. I'm just uh, riffing. Um, you know what? Oh, so we're going to do like loose 10. So I'll like honk you at nine and then like whatever, just do one or two minutes. Just finish up. It doesn't matter. There's not that many people here. Um, it looks like the Kenny guy is not here, right? Kenny, whatever his last name is. So, <laughs> so uh, you said it was Humzy Khan? Humza. Humza Khan, everyone. Gonna tell us jokes or something. Hi, everybody. How you guys doing tonight? Yay. Awesome, awesome. So, I'm a Lyft driver. Um, I was taking a break in Daly City um, a couple days ago, and... I went to Chipotle to go eat dinner, so I ordered a burrito, and what I got was something that looked like a small child, so I ate it. After that, um, I went in my car, and I started driving towards downtown San Francisco. Now, all of a sudden, I had to use the restroom really, really badly. It felt 
like a dry concrete block was about to come out. Hi. And um, when I when I have to poo really badly, I turn into Macho Man Randy Savage for some reason. So I was clenching so hard, and it was about to come out, and I told the feces in my body, you're not going anywhere. And then um, I kept driving, and now I needed to get to Safeway. I, I wanted to get to, to, to use the restroom. And... I was in the middle lane. I think it was Franklin Street. I was I was in the middle lane, and I wanted to get into the left lane so I could turn left on Webster. Some guy, when I gave my indicator, instead of letting me through, he sped up so I can't get into the lane. I let go of my steering wheel, rolled down the window, and I went, after I take care of business, I'm coming for you. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, I So now I'm about to hit Webster, and he's still not letting me in. So now I, I hit my emergency brake, so I, I was going to do whatever it took to take that left turn. So now the Tokyo Drift song's playing in my head. I hit my emergency brake, and I go in between the two cars, so in, in front of the guy who didn't let me through, and then right behind the guy who was right in front of him. So now I get to Webster Street, and I floor it all the way down to Safeway. I get to Safeway. I sprint inside. When I get there, luckily, the restroom was open. And now I get inside. I'm going to use this as a prop. I get inside. I see the toilet. I see I see the toilet, and it's got piss all over it. Now, I'm so angry, so upset, and I'm clenching so hard that I turn into a Japanese anime character. And then I take the toilet paper. I wipe down the seat. And then I take more toilet paper, I fold it up while clenching really hard, and I put it on both sides of the toilet, toilet um, so I don't get diseases. And then I, uh, as I'm about to sit down, as I'm about to sit down, some guy knocks on the door. I said, the only one allowed in this room right now is the cream. I'm talking about the cream of the crop. And I sat down, and I fired the artillery. Boom! Ka -ka 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 -ka. And the guy outside, it was so loud. The guy outside goes, oh, man. All right, thank you, everybody. Um, would you like to make it go longer? All right, um, so I'll tell you about what happened last week. So um, I'm at three minutes, got it. Um, so last week, I, so I go to college. I go to college, and... I, I've been taking this public speaking class, and with this public speaking class, you have to go to the speech lab to go talk to tutors so you can do your practice for speeches. And um, I, I, you know, and I, this is a point in my life where I was very lonely and 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 very, you know, sad, and and, and I didn't really have too many friends. And luckily, I was able to make some friends at at the uh, at the um, at the speech lab. And there was one person in particular. I was actually doing a speech on my life. Um, so I'm, I'm Pakistani ethnically, and we have this really big issue where in Pakistani culture, uh, it's super sexist and super um, misogynistic. So the girls in the, in the household are very, very um, depressed. So my little sister, um, she's attempted suicide three times. My older sister ran away. So, uh, and, I, and I said that in my speech, and... Um, when I was in the speech lab, I talked to another Muslim girl, so I practiced the speech to her. And when I did that, um, she was she was blown away. I mean, she had she she had goosebumps, and she was so nice to me. And she she told me that you know whatever problems that I have, I can come to her and talk to. Her. By the way, 
I'm not trying to make you guys laugh. I'm just telling you a story. Um, but, uh, you know, I talked to her and she was super, super, super nice. And um, so the thing about my religion, I'm Islamic and we're not allowed to date. And it's really difficult in this country to find a partner if you're not allowed to date because that's, that's the norm. So essentially, I'm supposed to go straight from single to married, which is normal in, you know, overseas, but it's really, really difficult here because people don't want to just get married. They want to date for a long time and know that they're with the right person. So I actually started liking this girl who, you know, she gave me this asylum, this, this place to just tell her about everything. And now, now I'm thinking to myself, well, if I want to be with her, I have to marry her. So last week, I, I, not last week, it was two weeks ago, I, I gave her a flower, a red rose, and I wasn't able to ask her to marry me that day, which is kind of crazy, right? Like, I have to just straight up ask her to marry me. I can't even just ask her out. I have to just, hey, will you marry me? So the first time I wasn't able to do it because I, th- I, you know, I felt like, uh, I felt really just nervous for the first time. And, and then I went the second time and I, and I asked her to marry me and she said, uh, she said no. She said, um, you know, she wants to finish college and she was shocked and she was shocked, but she should know that, you know, cause we're both Muslim, both of us were Muslim. So you would think that she'd be kind of ready for that if I liked her, but it didn't work out in the end. And, uh, you know, now I'm just trying to find out, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure things out. And that's why I started doing a uh, comedy. I think it's a lot of fun. It's a great place for me to express myself and I really enjoy it. And I've met good people and I hope to uh, hopefully make friends with some of you guys someday. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, I get it for, uh, what was it? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that name. Yeah, you know, you don't have to make us laugh. You don't. You can say anything you want here. This is a free speech zone. Yeah. This is a free speech zone that actually we pay the rent to keep it going with these donations. So if you can donate money, do that. Or you can take a picture, tag Mutiny Radio SF. Or you can do neither, and I won't tell Pam. She's not here. Um, now that I said that, I probably won't ever be able to host again. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. She <laughs> you're right yeah she's not listening right now it's fine you know our next comic i'm so excited to see him we're gonna be on the same show december 14th at milk bar give it up for cody abe everyone oh my god yes yeah, it's, it's gonna be a fun show uh i've seen heard it was a fun show better be a fun show if it's not i'll fucking kill myself um no, uh, that's gonna be fun. That's like one. I go on a trip like the very next day, so it's gonna be. I'm gonna feel like a real comedian, right? No, um, I uh, I recently got back into skateboarding. I did. Uh, uh, let me rephrase that. I uh, bought a skateboard again for the fourth time. Um, that's. I just. Uh, I shouldn't be skateboarding. That's not something that I. I should, like people are like, oh, you, you, it's good for you. You have a new hobby, right? And like, I'm, no, woodworking is a hobby. Like, yeah, with that, in five years, I'll have a table. With skateboarding, in five years, I'll be crippled. Like, it's not the same thing. It's not a hobby. It's a fucking, it's a death wish, I guess. I feel like you use the word death wish a lot, Justin. 
Maybe that just de describes you you as a person. It's a yeah, it's a label as a human yeah, de death wish. The human death wish. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've, it's dangerous. I've been falling a lot. Uh, you know, like on my skateboard, riding it, not like spontaneously collapsing. That'd be a medical issue, I think. Um, but I, it's it's it's. It it, it kind of sucks. I mean, I ate shit today, like trying to ollie up a curb. But the good thing about skateboarding is that you uh, you can learn from your your mistakes, right? So I was going to the curb. This is what, what I could have done better. I was rolling toward the curb, and right before I got to the curb, I should have just picked up my board and walked up the curb, because that's uh, you know, I was batting a thousand walking up curbs my whole life. Like, why did I choose to throw myself that change up like last second with the with the skateboard? I'm getting smiles from Justin. This feels nice. Um, <laughs> this is, I'm fucking destroying right now. I make Justin smile. I'm fucking murdering, dude. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, um, um, yeah, no, I'm under some delusion that I'm going to get better. I'm not even practicing. <laughs> Like I just roll through traffic dangerously, trying to get places faster marginally, and uh, I don't know. I I don't even practice tricks like that. Ollie thing was uh, was not true. I <laughs> I don't know how to ollie. It's not a. I I just I just rolled toward the curb. Anyway, I'm trying to make better decisions. Uh yeah. So uh, uh, does anybody want to buy a skateboard? Is what I'm gonna ask you. Um yeah. I don't want it anymore. It's, it's just a death. It's a, it's my own death stick. It's it's technically a stick because it's made out of wood. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Skateboarding. I was just I was gonna try to riff more tags to that, but it just I I thought I'm gonna riff more tags to it and then it stopped. You know that's how it goes, usually. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, cooking, I, I, I think cooking is a fun way to, uh, assert dominance over somebody. It's very fun. Uh, like it's, to me, it's just a way to say like my home economic skills are far superior to yours. You know, I can julienne carrots. I can dice tomatoes. I can chiffonade parsley. What the fuck can you do? Nothing. Like I, I'm way better than you at cooking. You. I don't know. I, I just know those terms, so I guess I'm one step above you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like cooking is one of the only things where you can, uh, where you can be a show off, and nobody will get mad at you for it. <laughs> like you're not gonna, yeah. Like you you're not gonna have somebody eating a perfectly cooked, perfectly seasoned steak that you made, and just just be like, yeah, it's good and all. But you see the way that he butter basted that? Fucking pretentious man. Like you're not gonna see that. Like it's cook yeah, I don't know. Cook I, I used to be a I used to be a uh a prep chef in college and uh I feel like any anything else like would have been would have sounded more pretentious, but I think prep chef just sounds like uh I, I wasn't good enough to actually cook it, cook the cook the food. But uh where I'm going with this they say cooking they say baking is science and cooking is jazz 
if, if that's true, I I uh, I guess I just listen to jazz. Uh, and by that, I mean I order Postmates all the time. Uh, that's, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I used to cook a lot. I used to cook a lot. It's a... Uh, it, it's... It, it's fun. It's very. It's. I, I find it very. Uh, I find it very relaxing, uh, cutting into vegetables and uh, meats and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. So I can. I'm not feeling this. My my mind isn't going off on cooking right now. I guess it's because I'm really hungry, and I'm just. I'm talking about cooking. I think about food, so it's kind of, kind of productive there. I. Uh, I don't know. I like watching the Food Network though. That's that's not, I I love uh I love diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> like I I I enjoy Guy Fieri as a person unironically, and you can tell that because I call him Guy Fieri and not Guy Fieri. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know that D- dude's a great person. Like uh, and his and, and he goes and he, I've been to like multiple places on the show, and it, they're all like some of the best food I've ever had. So I guess. I guess I guess I don't know. He's he's just do you know his kids like they they interviewed his kids and then they told him they told the food network they're like told the interviewer that the food network was killing their father, which is like one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Because <laughs> it's just like you know the thing that like like I know we're we're my my dad's rich and famous, but the reason he is uh, is is absolutely destroying our family as a whole. And I don't. <laughs> Oh my god, that's uh I don't know. Um <laughs> Love Guy Fieri, man. I mean <laughs> I feel I feel like a dick saying Guy Fieri all the time, but because everyone else says Guy Fieri. But like it, <laughs> just like that little extra stank on that word just makes it like it's it, like you'll like him more as a person, you know, if you start believing in what you say rather than just people jump on him for no reason i don't know he it's it's kind of like there there are a lot like, like people are like people think that he's like a huge douchebag but i guess like uh lately they haven't been because because of the the news that come out comes out about him all the time being a good person um <laughs> where am i going i'm just talking i'm just like this is, this is like can, can you hire me for like a, a pa or something on your show guy fieri if you're watching uh <laughs> listening <laughs> You're, you're listening. You're, you're watching me. I know, the, I know that that uh, guy Fieri's watching me over and all, watching over me at all times. I don't know, man. How much time am I at? This is like six, minutes. six minutes. Okay. Oh fuck, dude. Six minutes of fucking fire talk about guy. Uh, seven minutes, you said. Two. Okay, two minutes left. I. What should I do for my last two minutes? Uh, I gotta. Uh, I guess I haven't told. I I gotta run this before I do any shows with it anyway. So it's like a. It's a. It's a weird time. Uh, racially, right? Like. I don't. I don't know. Whenever I say that, usually, all the uh, the ethnic people nod at me, and then the white people are like, "Is it?" I I don't really notice anything going going on, but uh, it really is. I I have some proof for you. So I'm a I'm a grocery store cashier. That's what I do as a day job. And uh, I was uh, working one day, and I witnessed a white man cut in front of an Asian man, which is a hate crime 
in this climate. Uh, and uh, it's true. Uh, but he, so he cut in front of him and the, the Asian guy uh, stood up for himself. I was pretty proud of him. Like, like you know, solidarity and all. But uh, I was so proud, of, like, like when he started unloading his groceries onto the, uh, onto the conveyor belt, I, I whispered under my, I was like, Yang Gang. And he was like, what'd you say, sir? And I'm like, uh, do you need bags today? I'm sorry. Uh, and he's like, you said, you, you just said Yang Gang, didn't you? And I was like, um, you have a membership card? <laughs> and he, he was like, you said Yang Gang. And I was like, yeah, I did. I totally did. I, I, I did. I said, I didn't even say it politically. Like I didn't say it politically. I just said it because like Asian people don't have a word or phrase to, you know, communicate struggle with each other. Like, you know, black guys have the N word. Yeah. Okay. Latinos have the N word. <laughs> and, uh, white guys have rallies. So I just, I, you know, I didn't have anything to say. So I just said Yang Gang. That was the first thing that popped into my mind. Uh, like, I mean, like, you ever see, like, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> like, what I'm about to say is so stupid. <laughs> you ever see a, <laughs> you ever see a, thank you. Um, never mind. I'll, I'll I'll do that later. Uh, so yeah. I don't know, anyway, so, so 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 the guy the guy walks away. The guy walks away. Uh, the white guy walks away, and he's very, he's visibly angry. And as he's walking away, he just goes, "Asian," which you know is like weird because that like is that the way that he deals with all his problems? Like, <laughs> like like if he gets cut off in traffic, he just goes car, or like he ruins a long-term relationship with a girl that he really loved, but he couldn't commit due to his upbringing, and he goes, "Dad," like I like is is really I don't know. <laughs> He's a this is a weird I don't know, he, he he almost started a fight with the, the Asian dude dude which is like it was like a weird kind of confidence to have. But as he was walking away, I noticed like I'm not I'm not I'm not gay or anything. But like but like he had a like he worked out, like he had a nice ass. Like you ever see like a like a booty so fine that it wakes a Yang Gang up? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I share a birthday with Guy Fieri, and I also love to cook. You can tell because I'm fat. My mom always said, never trust a skinny cook, and she was right. She was right. I love cooking. Anyway, uh, I'm excited to see your next comic because I haven't seen him in a while, the triumphant return of Kaiser Lieb, everyone. I'm going to honk you guys at 10, but, like, it's a loose 10, so just finish up or bail out early. I have had to take a shit this entire time. I have stayed here and listened to all of your shitty fucking jokes. And I, like, there's a bathroom right there, but I don't feel like it's one that we should use. You know? <laughs> Just like, I recently learned that you're not supposed to shit in bar bathrooms. Nobody told me that. My whole life, people have just been saying this behind my back to like, God damn it, Kaiser. And nobody had the courage to say that to me in my face. When I was a kid, my mom put us in swimming lessons because I guess there wasn't enough of a chance that we would drown at normal daycare. The swimming lessons are really stupid. The amount of swimming lessons that you should do is either zero swimming lessons or 
enough swimming lessons that you don't drown and then you quit or all of the swimming lessons and you go to the Olympics because you're Michael Phelps. And there's this huge gulf between those two endpoints and I was that gulf. All right. We did swim lessons all the way up through like the early awkward teenage years where you're just starting to awaken and realize that all of those memories that you have of that girl that you liked are now even creepier because she was eight at the time, right? And then uh, we moved to a different city that did not have a high school swim team and all of it became useless. I can't swim right now. Even I would die. What's worse than swim lessons? Karate? Karate is just daycare, but with yelling. Because there's two possible ways that that can work out, right? Way number one is that it's bullshit, and Tyler just dresses up in his little belt, and he kicks you when you get home, and that's the end of that eventually. The other way is that it actually works as advertised, and suddenly little Braden or Jaden or whatever is a goddamn Shaolin monk going through puberty. Is that really what you want? Toxic masculinity, you're talking about school shooters, man. Can you imagine, like, school kung fu master beater-upper people? No? Okay. Do you ever fart and it's like your butt is asking a question? Like, it'll start out just making a statement, just kind of a low rumble, and then it goes up at the end, you know, just like... What question could you possibly be asking? We know who did it. It was you, you asshole. I guess I should be grateful, though, that at least somebody wants to talk to me so I don't have to be lonely. Do <laughs> you ever get so lonely you read your spam email? <laughs> I know you do, man. I heard your whole story. That is a spam email reading dude right there. I got one uh I got one recently that was uh silver singles dating. All right. And I just want to know which part of my browsing history let the spammers know that I was into that sort of thing. You know? All of it. Yeah, my mom was hot. Right, I, I don't mean in like an Oedipus complex way, because I would much rather have sex with my grandmother. <laughs> I have to be so careful with that. I put that joke on YouTube, and that jo that YouTube video immediately got a like and a comment from my grandmother. <laughs> and that is why I did not go home for Thanksgiving. You think you think that it is awkward talking to your grandmother about Donald Trump. Wait until you have to talk to your grandmother about Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> yeah. I got on an elevator one time and somebody else had already farted in it. That's the worst. Because if the dude is still in there, at least he's suffering with you. This dude had just made his deposits and departed. And I get in and I think that this is the worst possible thing. And then the elevator stops on the floor below us and we pick up another dude. And now this dude thinks that this is my fart that he now has to breathe. And I can tell that he thinks that, but that he's too polite to say anything because who would say anything about that? And so I said, uh, excuse me, sir, I want you to know that this is not my fart. It was, it was like this when I got here.
that was a very normal conversation. He and I have become friends. We're playing Scrabble on Thursday. I recently put this jacket on for the first time in a long time. This is a Montana jacket. This is not a San Francisco jacket usually, except that it's so cold lately. Thank you, Al Gore. Climate change. But in this note, in this jacket, there is this comedy notebook. And in this comedy notebook, I cannot make sense of the notes that I took from like two years ago. Help me out here, guys. Racist boots. White guilt. Make him uncomfortable in conversation about Alabama. Filipinos are going to figure out a way to do math. I didn't fucking like. Apparently, I th at some point I felt that that was important to write down. Does Nike even make boots? Does that make me more racist that I didn't know that Nike made boots? Can we rename essential oils to unnecessary oils? Like, are they even oil? Are we going to invade Iraq again so that Jessica can smell like lavender and peppermint? <laughs> when you have your third heart attack, you get a coupon for a free stroke. I'm sorry. I just, it, I was stuck. It was stuck in my head. <laughs> I just want to talk about it. Casey couldn't. You're half Japanese, and your last name is German. You should meet a nice Italian girl, and you can have yourselves the whole axis. I know you're already married, but you should. You should. You should yeah, sorry, baby. It's really important that we that we work this. Out. You're the second person I've ever met named Hamza. The first person that I met named Hamza was this dude. I was working at the University of Montana. I was fixing computers. Would you have guessed that that was a job that I had once had? He already knew. He's never met me before in his life. He's just looking at me. He's like, yep, that dude fixed computers in college. Anyway, Hamza was working with me, and in exchange for working with me, he was getting two weeks of free room and board, except that Hamza was worse at fixing computers than the people whose computers were broken. So what would happen is that Hamza would go to the student's room, and they would ask him to fix their computer, and he would say, I don't know how, and then he would call me. And so basically what happened was that I just did twice as many appointments as all of my friends who were supposed to fix computers. College was stupid. Man, fuck college. Did you learn anything in college? Like, what part of... I took anthropology. Why? Why? Like it checked all of the boxes for the general education requirements, and then I proceeded to, at least I did computer stuff, and so my job is computer stuff. Did any of you do the thing that is your college for job ever again? Justin Carisi, you are unemployed. Why are you thumb-upping me? All of your jobs for the last 10 years that you loved so much that you quit them to do stand-up comedy. You made mo okay. He made money off of his. What was your degree in? Oh well, that's that's. I guess that explains a lot about you, doesn't it? He's very good at communicating. His what did you major in in college, Casey? Business. 
I suppose that's none of mine, isn't it? <laughs> Everybody loves talking about themselves. Have you noticed that? You go to a comedy show and there is nobody who is not happy to talk for way too long. Like you people come up to Mutiny Radio and you want to do 10 minutes in front of this room. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm going to take a shit in that toilet. I'm going to bounce. You guys can complain about the malodorous nature of my effluvium. I hope that's the right word. It's not. He did major in communications. What did you do? Did you ever take anthropology when you majored in communication? Why did they make me take anthropology? What the fuck? <laughs> it's that or we're going to fuck one or the other. Okay, that would be, that's a callback to his earlier jokes about having to beat up the women, right? I'm from Montana, guys. Anybody else? No, I'm very surprised to hear that. I'm from Montana, and I decided when I was a kid that I was going to be the best in the world at guns. And I just about was, too. I dedicated my life to teaching other people rifle marksmanship. And then I moved to San Francisco, California. That was a great idea, wasn't it? Everybody, that fits in really well here. Uh, thank you for honking me. Guys, I love you. Thank you so much for telling me your stories. Good night. <laughs>
the worst has to be the condom, you know? <laughs> to see the destination, but to be denied has to be some tormenting shit. You know what I mean? I can see it. I, I can see, I can visualize it, right? They're running towards the exit and then fucking, you know, they're fucking, that shit, supposed to do that. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean? The sperm behind them are getting impatient. God damn it, Earl. Get out of the fucking way. Like, I can't, nigga. There's some kind of force field. I can't get through it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, but that force field didn't stop some of you guys. No. You saw, you, you, you still got here. You saw that force field. You took a few steps back. You charged, and you burst through that motherfucker like the Kool-Aid man. You did that. Just up in the pussy. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. What else? What else? Uh... So, you know, I'm glad it's, it's colder now, you know. Uh, back during the summer, a rapper had this, uh, Megan Thee Stallion had this saying, uh, hot girl summer. I don't know if any of you saw this. Yeah. And, you know, which was cool. You know, they took some pretty pictures. But, you know, I, I just think about me as I understand that a fact of life is that prolonged heat and private parts don't have a pleasant outcome. You know what I mean? Whether you're a man, woman, something in between, it, it just, it doesn't go right. You know what I mean? Like, everybody was wondering what Hot Girl Summer looked like. I was more concerned with, what does Hot Girl Summer smell like? You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, I said that one time. The girl was like, well, your nuts stink. So, and I'm like, yeah, they do, absolutely. But I'm not, you know, bragging about it and taking selfies. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not advertising my salty balls. You know what I mean? So I'm just, I don't know. It's crazy, man. This is a fucked up thought. Uh, so do you agree with the statement that you love who you love? Like you don't, nobody makes a choice of who they're attracted to. You believe that? Yeah. Yeah? No, you don't? <laughs> well, I mean like gender-wise, not like this girl versus that girl. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean gender-wise, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can the same be said for pedophiles? Oh, Ooh, yeah, it's a fucked up thought, right? It, it, I mean, you know, it's, it's fucked up, but hey, you know, because uh, I think about like one of the famous pedophiles, R. Kelly, you know what I mean? Uh, he, in one of his songs, he kind of says like he can't help himself. Like everybody was like, he's just a, you know, he's just a fucking asshole and he's just, no, I don't think he can help himself, you know? One of his songs starts off like, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes. He wrote that shit in front of a high school. That's a cry for help. That's a cry for help if I've ever heard one. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see, what else? You ever had two people like physically fight over you? No? You ever witnessed this? I had you? Yeah. What'd you do when, when, when they, uh... I was a drunk 17-year-old, that's all. Oh, that's all <laughs> I was I was at this restaurant, and this other, I was with a girl, and this other girl walked in who I guess I had had sex with at some point. And, uh, you know, one girl said, uh, who's this bitch? And the other girl said, who you calling a bitch? And then all of a sudden, there was just fighting. I don't know, and... It was fucked up, man. They, they were tearing shit up. They were breaking shit. At one point, one of the girls who was winning the fight says, Devon! And then the other one said, what? And somebody said, what? Get the table! And then she fucking picked her up and threw her to a table. I'm like, it was crazy.
crazy, man. And the whole time, this is a restaurant, they're just breaking shit, man. And I'm like, man, this is terrible. They're gonna want somebody to pay for this shit. And I'm like, I'm like, I gotta slide out the fucking back door before they fucking try to fit me with this bill. You know, it's like, you didn't even pay for her meal? I was like, well, fuck, she threw the plate on the floor. That's not my fault, you know what I mean? You could have enjoyed your food before you fucking grabbed this bitch's lace front. That's not my fault, you know what I mean? Uh, I got anything else. What am I at right now? Six twenty. All right. So, I just uh, I just seen that Marvel movie, uh, the the Avengers, the second one. Uh, how many of y'all saw that movie? The event? No. Yeah. Well, basically, the uh, the main villain is Thanos, and what Thanos does is he gathers enough power to snap his fingers, and half of everyone, like half of the people on the planet, vanish. Right? Yes. Yes. And I was completely on his side, like completely from the get-go on his side. I am not, I am on Thanos' side the most when I'm sitting in traffic, you know? <laughs> I play music in my car trying to get this motherfucker to snap his fingers, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. You know, I played that little John song, snap your fingers and do your step, and you can do it all by yourself. Let me see you do it. Like, let me see you do it, Thanos. I'm sitting in the fucking carpool lane with nobody else in the car I'm trying to move man fuck I even hit him with the fucking Carlton dance trying to see like you you know the Carlton dance everyone knows the Carlton dance Thanos you know what I mean act brand new with me shit uh what else what else alright so I was out having a drink at a bar and this uh, this gay dude hit on me, uh, you know. Which, you know, back when I I'm from the South, Memphis, Tennessee. I there, I would used to have, you know, I would back then I would have a very homophobic uh, reaction to that. But you know, how did you get over that, Rob? Well, uh, I used a tactic that ladies use, which is, you know, just because I don't plan on going home with you, doesn't mean you can't buy me drinks. You know what I mean? Nothing makes you more tolerant than free Hennessy. You 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 never you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. You know you know he bought me drinks and we went our separate ways. You know because you know while I'm very progressive up here, you know my my dick is very conservative. He he is stuck in his ways. You know, yeah, my dick is homophobic. My dick is uh, my dick body shames. My dick, depending on the time of year, is is racist. You know. Uh, <laughs> I only fuck black girls during Black History Month. I only fuck Mexican girls on Cinco de Mayo. And I don't fuck white girls after Labor Day. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn, I think that's everything I wanted to work on. Uh, what, what do I got? One minute. One minute. Uh, hmm. I could do some shit I already know. I, all right, whatever, I'll just do an old joke. Uh, social media is weird to me. A little weird to you? Yeah. I feel like if it was real life, it wouldn't be tolerated, you know? Like, imagine imagine you were going to get coffee, right? And you turn around, and you see my big black ass, and you're like, what are you doing? I'm following you. You followed me to get coffee? I like when you get coffee. 
I like when you get coffee so much that I shared it with all my friends. <laughs> all your friends, you know all these motherfuckers? No, not really. That's not what's important. What's important is that I shared it with my friends and they shared it with their friends and now it's spreading across the world like a virus. <laughs> now that might sound like a good way to connect with your loved ones to you. That sounds like the start of a Terminator movie to me, nigga. Like that shit is, that shit is crazy. But all right, y'all have fun. Rob Edwards, right? That's what I get for thinking my stoner memory would know what that piece of paper said. It's okay. All right, our next comment coming to the stage. So I watched him fucking kill it at the punchline. Everybody, do whatever you want to do to acknowledge that Ernest Evangelista is coming on stage. Hey guys, I'm going to get real with you guys. Let me move this and sit here. Okay, I want to get down to you guys' level. I'm going to be honest, man. I think I know who killed Jeffrey Epstein. Do you know that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was locked up in a Manhattan federal prison? By himself. Well, I mean, he didn't have a roommate. But do you know who else was locked up in the Manhattan Federal Prison at the same time? I'll give you a clue. He has a 6'9 tattooed on his face. 6'9. The country rapper, yeah. Um, he... Also a pedophile. Also had pedophile charges and also um yeah, was locked up in the Manhattan State Prison, man. Just to uh I don't know. I'm writing fan fiction. Okay. Uh I think uh that we're all living in the Hunger Games right now. I think we all are, everyone's, like, we're, like, have you been to these tech companies, like, their cafeterias? It's disgusting. It's this. well, it's delicious. It, they have, like, cooks and stuff, and there's, like, food everywhere. It's disgusting because it's just, like, it's, like, you know, like, the vomitorium in, like, the old, like, Greek days where they would just eat and eat and eat and just vomit, and that was, like, the party. That's basically what Google does every day at lunchtime. Like, you just eat, like, creme brulee, all these people. And you know the cooks don't get to... Mark Neuer used to cook that. You know the cooks <laughs> don't get to eat that food. While the homeless people are shitting in bags and eating it, these people, uh, the Google people are pedophiles. The Google people are eating and um, it's pretty cool because my sister works at Dropbox and gets me free food there so I mean it's pretty cool but it's disgusting it's horrible <laughs> it's fucked up but the food is good and there's free mimosas every Friday and yeah it's disgusting man
It's pretty, it's pretty good. I miss the old days of San Francisco. Back when crack was still around. Crack San Francisco, it lasted from the 80s till 2004. That's when the internet was turned on in San Francisco. And yeah, crack, crack was pretty fun. Cause like, it's not like your heroin people on the streets. Like crack people move. They're like running around. Uh, they're like dancing. They're talking to you. Heroin people are just asleep. And like you just you just watch them. You just watch them sleep on the on the crosswalk while you're trying to drive. It's really sad. It's not really sad. You know why? Because uh, they're probably having a really good time. They're probably having a great time high on heroin. It looks really bad. It looks really bad. But they're probably just like, they're just, I don't know, like having orgasms. I think that's what Train Spotting said. They're just coming. Maybe that's the only way they could come nowadays. You're going to deny uh, uh, a heroin person's orgasm? Who are you, a Nazi? Who am I? I don't know. So I'm sitting on an Elmo chair for the Muni Radio listeners. And uh, what I learned, this is, if you sat like this, Kaiser, you could poop really easier. (laughs) You could just poop. This is like a squatting stance. Like, like, uh, Cody knows this is an Asian squat. Um, This is, in, 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 in the Philippines, we call our homeless people squatters. Because... There's not really a place to be on the street, so they just like squat down, and they're just there squatting. There's not you can't really lean. There's not like any like streets to lean on. You're just squatting, and I think it's like more healthier because they have like stronger calves to kick people with and to um, shoot heroin into. No, uh, but yeah. I think that uh, the control, the phones are controlling us, Cody. Uh, phones are evil, and honestly, phones are like if artificial intelligence was real, how easy would it be to manipulate humans? I'll tell you how easy by making memes. You just make a few memes about how cool Donald Trump is, and then uh, you stay on the internet too long, and maybe it's an algorithm, or maybe the computer wants you to be racist, just so he could uh, accidentally vote a racist president that'll destroy us all. And then once we're all destroyed, um, they could uh, just use our bodies as, uh, I don't know, beddings for their... Like soft, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe we should just all become robots, man. Maybe I'm a robot just trying to convince you all to join us. Serious about it, and also, um, yeah. How how would you have sex with a robot? Non-consensual sex. Yeah, it's you're basically raping a robot. Um, that's really dark. Uh, 
Like, yeah, if it's artificially intelligent, like, there's no way for, uh, unless you program it, it's like, it's not like the Me Too, it's actually R2 Me Too. Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Think about how much cum could you fill into R2 D2? A lot of cum, right? Right. I always thought this. Alright, so if you're a Jedi, right? You can't have sex. That's why Anakin went bad. It's because he fucked uh, Queen Amadella and. Yeah, you couldn't have sex. What that's like? So are they all like, like repressed priests in the Jedi Academy? Like they're just like, they just don't fuck. That's why being a Sith was way cooler, man. Cause like you know Darth Maul was fucking Darth Maul. He was fucking like biker chicks with tattoos on a motorcycle. That guy was cool. And he didn't talk. And yeah. I don't know, I'm just, I'm thinking about the porn I'm gonna watch tonight, um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm gonna give you guys something to think about, um, what if in a parallel universe, um, John F. Kennedy was shot by Jackie Kennedy in the car? For being a lying, cheating son of a bitch. And also, Jeffrey Epstein did kill himself. Alright, you guys, have a good night. Yeah. Ernest Evangelista! Yeah! R2 Me Too. I think that's a keeper. Alright, the next guy coming to the stage. When he's done, I guess we can split up the rest of the time left. There won't be much, but. Uh, this guy runs a lot of intimate shows in interesting places, and they're a lot of fun, and he's a lot of fun. Mauricio, everyone! Yeah. All right. Good stuff. I finally did it, man. I went to the famous place where that one kid got socked in the face, right? Yeah, like, wow, man. I finally did it. Good stuff, man. I just woke up, too, so good being here. Uh, one thing I have to deal with is I'm officially a supervisor now at my job. Getting promoted, right? And uh, I realized that, like, all the little American kids, man, they, like, don't work so hard, right? And it came to terms today, like, a lot of people that don't work hard is because they had, like, bad people to look up to, right? Like, I realized that, if, like, you watch The Lion King and you like Simba, you're a lazy piece of shit, right? Akuna Matata, right? You know? And they bugs, you know? Like, Scar, be prepared. Like, yeah, man, let's get you hired, you know? Like, be evil with you, right? <laughs> Like, one one thing that I like, uh, you got to have the right heroes, right? Like, me, when I was young, my hero was uh, Don Cheadle in Hotel Rwanda. Like, uh, the, uh, the army was like, wow, you murdered my family, and you're about to kill my kids, right? I'm still going to give you the best damn service of your life, you know? Here's your room, right? You know, it's like, never gives up, right? My main hero forever is going to be that guy that uh, did basalt and chewed on that man's face in Florida, right? The cops told him to stop, and he just kept going, right? And they put a couple rounds in him, and he tried to chew their faces. I was like, that's it. Never give up, man. That's the lesson, right? You got to have the right heroes. I finally found out that I figured that Jimi Hendrix is a lazy piece of shit, right? Like, can you imagine if you partied at your house? The motherfucker's so lazy that you'd get in trouble, right? He was so lazy, he choked on his own vomit. 
It's like, dude, the toilet's right there, right? You know? Like, if he did that at my place, we definitely would throw his body in a dumpster, you know? I don't give a damn how good he is, right? You know? I was thinking about, like, who would you like to hang out with? And, like, you know, certain people freaked out and stuff, right? Like, uh, I realize this, man. Like, I don't look up to people that people consider genius anymore, right? Like, uh, I looked up to, like, like, say, like, Jim Morrison, man, right? Him or Kanye West, right? Like, a lot of people like Jim Morrison, but they hate Kanye. But who would you rather have, like, freak out at your party, right? I read about the Jim Morrison, like, whipped out his dick at a bar and just started pissing on everything. I'm like, that's a dick, right? You know? It's like, what's the worst that Kanye's going to do? Start crying? You know? It's like somebody give him a hug, right? You know? Like, Jim Morrison whips out his dick and starts peeing on the TV. It's like, all right, we're about to beat the shit out of him in the in the backyard, right? You know? All right, that's a thinker, man. <laughs> I don't I don't respect what people tell me is genius. Like, Joaquin Phoenix isn't a genius, you know? He's just a lazy Puerto Rican to my eyes, right? I'm Mexican. I can say this, right? People are like, oh, the Joker, man. He's so genius, right? It's like the motherfucker put on makeup. That's it. Start acting crazy. There's nothing genius about that at all, right? It's like, I'm not paying to see that, man, because I see that shit for free in South of Market all the time, right? And they do a better performance, man. It ends with them whipping their dick out, you know? And it pisses off the rich, man. It keeps the rents low. That's genius, right? I don't know what is genius and what isn't, right? Like, uh, what is genius to me, man? Is that one of my best friends named Guillermo. He uh, came into this country illegally, right? He's from Central America. One day he woke up with dust in his face. And he's like, I want more, man. So he kept walking, right? He crossed all the Central America borders, went through Mexico, survived, almost getting killed several times, made it to California, and he was like, this is enough. So he goes all the way up to Seattle, man, and his first night after washing dishes, his buddies take him out to drinks, right? And his first night, he picks up a rich Jewish lawyer and gets her pregnant on the first night. Yeah, my boy Guillermo lives in a gated community right now, man. Doesn't talk to me anymore. Doesn't speak English, man. Washes dishes. I was like, that's genius, man. Come on, right? That's real genius. I look up to that. It's like, I don't think that this is going to help me make it, man, right? What I'm doing right now is like hanging out in rich neighborhoods and trying to get rich women pregnant, you know? And I like my pickup line. They're like, what's your name? I'm like, Sunil Punel. I work for Google. That's it, right, you know? And then I like when they take me home, I turn off the lights and I pretend to open a condom, but I'm, it's just like a Twix bar, right, you know? <laughs> and I like as I'm having sex, I'm just like, oh, man, this is really hot, man. Oh, this is good. Um, By the way, you know that picture you showed me with your dad on the boat? He owns the boat, right? You know? <laughs> and she's like, ah, oh, uh, yeah, why, why do you ask? I'm like, oh, no reason, oh, you know? That's my plan to get out of the ghetto, you know? What is genius, right? I've been thinking about time travel time travel a lot too, right? You know, someone brought up Avengers Endgame and there's time travel in that, right? And I was thinking about like, what if I did travel back in time and drank with like my best friend, like, you know, my heroes, right? Like say I went back to biblical times and I was having like drinks with Jesus, you know? And uh, I was like, you know how like people fuck up in your inner circle and they get too drunk at the bar and the cops get called so you got to house them at your place so they don't get arrested? You guys know this, right? It's like, wouldn't that be crazy, like, drinking with Jesus? I'm like, look, man, I like wine just as much as the next person. I get it. You're the son of God, man, all right? Can you just chill out because those centurion guards at the door, they're looking at us really bad, man, all right? I think they're going to kill you, man. So, you know, get in my time machine so you can, like, you know, sober up, man, all right? I just got to warn you that in my time, there's this group called Christians, and they're going to kill you, too. 
<laughs> it's a thinker, right? Uh, I was thinking about like, what if I had like drinks with like Einstein? How stressful that would be. I'd be like, look, man, I like your whole little E equals MC square. Those Nazi guards, man, they keep staring at our table, right? Like, you know, I'll put you in my time machine so we can get away. But in the future, there's these white people called Trump supporters, and they're going to use your equations to bomb people too, you know? Right? So, like, I, I don't think I'm going to let you come back to my time, you know? Uh, I would love it with, like, Picasso. I was like, wow, you're a fucking dick, you know? And I just, like, get him into the time machine so me and my boys can beat the shit out of him in the alley. Right? You know? All right, you guys didn't laugh, man. That's a smart joke. I was like, I'm sorry, I come from a place called Seattle. <laughs> or we do a thing called reading, you know? Like, you motherfuckers are, don't read, right? You guys are so scared of reading, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville, you know? Like... <laughs> In Seattle, it's just down the street. You get a pumpkin spice latte, and then you watch Frasier, you know? <laughs> I miss those days, you know? Uh, I've been thinking a lot about uh, fantasy characters right now. Um, I'm in that kick, man. People are talking Frozen, right? And that just got me thinking one time on shrooms, you know, like I do. And uh, I was thinking about princesses, right? Like being a hardworking Mexican, man. Like I'm tired right now, and I realized that I couldn't, if I was in a fairy tale universe, I couldn't go for just any princess, right? Like, being a hard work, Like, I was like, who would I go for, right? I always wanted a fairy tale written about me. You know, Mauricio, the whimsical cello, right? You know? But what princess do you go for? And that's what every story involves. And I realized as a hard-working Mexican, I could never date Sleeping Beauty, right? I'd be like, look, sweetie, I love a nap just as much as anyone, but three years is too fucking long, all right? You know? Rent's due. I need help, right? That would be a shitty relationship, right? Like, I would suck if, like, you're just walking on your way to work and the Little Mermaid swims up and she's like, I love you. I'm like, we could never be, all right? Because bestiality, A, is not cool, right? You know, at all. It's like, if I take you out to dinner, I can't drag the bathtub everywhere, right? You know? And ever since, like, Hiroshima and shit, you know, with radiation, I don't want cancer and radiation on my penis, you know? This can never work, right? Sorry, Little Mermaid. We can't do this, you know? Uh, I would be really angry if I dated Snow White. I'd be like, look, man, I'm okay with you having guy friends, but, you know, seven dwarfs and a prince is too many guys, all right? <laughs> you know, I expect you to go home by six, you know? And I would love it. She's just like, you can't control me, Mauricio, the whimsical troll. You know what? Yeah, I did sleep with that prince behind your back. You know why? Because he gave me a castle. You know, you have a slumlord apartment in fucking Oakland. It's over, you know? That's it, you know? I realized that the only woman I could go for is Cinderella as a hardworking Mexican man because she just loves cleaning, you know? And, like, she's just impressed if you buy her shoes. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm just like, Cinderella, will you marry me? She, like, finished washing my dishes. She's like, yes, I will, Mauricio. I was like, all right, man. And I got you these shoes. These are Jordans, you know? And she's like, I love you, you know? Best relationship ever, man. <laughs> you know, you can't go for everyone. Uh, I've been thinking about, I've been, I was a vagabond for a while, just like jumping in strangers' cars and shit, right, before the supervisor gig, and I'm catching up on movies, man, that I haven't seen, like, uh, especially Halloween, right, I was like watching Saw and stuff, I've never seen this before, and I don't know how scary this shit really is, right, uh, in the movie Saw, two white guys get kidnapped and start crying, right, and they don't know what to do, you know, and one guy saw his foot off. I'm from Mexicali, Mexico, where you get kidnapped every fucking day, right? So if I got kidnapped, I'd be like, all right, this is better than my place. I'm taking a nap, right? And Jigsaw's like, we're going to starve you, man. I was like, I worked at Bubblegum Shrimp. Same shit, man, all right? They didn't feed us either, you know? 
That's how I would deal with it. I wouldn't understand the scariness, right? You know? Uh, one thing I was like, as far as like scary things go, like I saw the movie Hocus Pocus, and like in it, the movie's about like these witches that get lit on fire. So in the future, in the 90s, the, they, they put a curse on this candle that if a virgin ever lit it, they would come back and torment the kids and try to like eat them and stuff, right? It's like if me and my friends, my ghetto Mexican friends, were in that movie, they never would have came back because my friends lost their virginity at like 14 and had kids at 15, right? It's like they if they just lit the candle, it would just be a nicely lit place, you know? That's it, right? So it's like I don't understand the scariness of that situation, right? The only story that I find scary is that woman in the shoe, man. Like, because some guy banged her, and she had like 12 kids. Now that's scary, right? Yeah, it really is, right? So I like putting my penis next to the microwave just in case, though, yeah? <laughs> some scary shit, man. Understand what's scary, like uh, sometimes white people out there, three of y'all. Holy shit, man! There's more minorities in this room right now. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. That's half the battle. Not not hating, not hating too much on white people, but you do gotta admit when white people have it easy, because in America they will leave a place because it's haunted. Isn't that ridiculous, right? Like it's like I'm poor, man. It's like if I found out that my place is haunted, you know. I wouldn't be able to move, man, because I don't have the money to leave, right? You know? Can you imagine if the ghost was like, boo, get out? I was like, I'm sorry, man, can't afford, you know, we're just going to have to deal with each other, you know? <laughs> right? And then, like, claw marks just pop up on my chest, you know? And he's like, boo, you know? And I haven't felt human flesh on my body in a while, so I just get turned on. I'm just like, ah, oh, you know? Ooh, you know? And I thought that'd be crazy, man, if I lived in a place that's haunted, you know, kind of like the Brady Bunch, right? With that theme song, right? It's like, here's the story of a crazy Mexican who couldn't afford to move with his paycheck, so he went into the woods where he could also sell meth, right? It's like, and here's the story of a scary ghost who was murdered in 1884, right? By his butler and greedy daughter that wanted all his gold, right? And it's like, till one day, scary ghost met the crazy Mexican. He said that he just wouldn't go. So Mauricio just jacked off. That's it. That's how that would end. Uh, sometimes I don't understand people's pain and struggles, right? Like, uh, I like when a, a friend was, like, crying out here. Like, one thing I hate about people's struggles in San Francisco, they're not real. Like, most of my friends are secretly rich, but they won't admit it, you know? Have you noticed that? Like, I had one friend cry. He's like, all I'm good for, man, is making money in tech and buying people drinks. I'm like, get me a drink, motherfucker, all right? You know? We'll get through it together, right? It's like, and I don't understand pain sometimes, man. It's like, you know, like, I'm going to say this, man. I was in that one painful situation where, like, I had, like, that dramatic breakup, right, up in Seattle. And it was, like, cloudy, right? And I felt so sad, man. And I remember, like, going up to the mirror, man. I held a piece of glass right up against my wrist, man. I was like, she was the one, man. That was the greatest two weeks of my life, right? <laughs> but I love to have a minority brain. So in that situation, as the glass touched my wrist, my brain was like, man all right you're not white enough or listen to green day to be doing this shit all right so i did what every self-respecting minority should do in that situation i jacked off and i passed out that is it man that's pain right there right i just get turned on when i hit myself with a chain you know all right 30 more minutes you got it rachel god i hit that honking horn man all right all right um i'm brady hold thank you Yay, Marie.
Mauricio. You guys want to split up the rest of the time? I'm here till six, so you want to do that? We'll figure out the math. Um, let's see, it's 5:30 now. He's got to take a shit, so I don't think I don't think he's gonna stay <laughs> stick around. <laughs> it was nice seeing you. Let's see. I think we can all do two minutes at least. Wait, wait, okay, wait. It's 5:34. There's how many of us want to go? One, two, three, four, five, six. Three minutes each? Yeah, that works. All right, cool. So I was going to bring Casey up first because he was first on the list. But he's in the bathroom. So, Justin. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about Disney princesses because Mauricio brought them up. Um, I li uh, did you talk about Beauty and the Beast? That's my, that's my girl, the Beauty and the Beast chick. Cause, cause first of all, she, they, she, doesn't, she doesn't try too hard to get away. You just put her in a house and she's like, all right, I'm here, you know, we'll do this. There's, there was, she could have, there was windows, there was ladders. There was all any all manner of weapons. That guy had to sleep sometimes, right? Did he lock his door? What was the deal with that? I didn't I haven't seen that movie since I was like eight. She didn't try to kill him. She didn't smash the window. She just you just tell her to sit down, and she goes, "Okay, that's my that's my girl. That's I'm I like her. Also, she's very very hot. Which all the there there this here's what here's what Disney Disney's drawn a line in the sand. All of the Disney princesses are very 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 hot. There's no gross Disney princess with bad hygiene who still is the, like, you can, that, that's, they're not, Disney's not willing to sell you that lie. You can fly on a carpet, you know, but you can't, you're not getting a prince. That's, that's what they're, they're sticking with just the hot chicks. Um, Quasimodo can be fucking gross. He's gross and he, he made it out fine. Um, but yeah, you can't be. There's, Disney's not willing to. What else can I talk about? What else sucks about Disney movies? Is, is who who genuinely likes Disney? Anybody? Do you? Why? That's you're wrong. First of all, you're wrong. All you all 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 that's nothing but uh they they have they tell you that lions have morals. Um the the, the a whole generation of kids getting ripped apart by lions because they think that they're fun and that hyenas are hyenas are the good guys. <laughs> It's all backwards. It's propaganda. It's the see the the history is written by the victors, and that's why the hyenas are the bad guys in the Lion King. Um, because the, I mean, you know, you can't fuck with lions. Is all. Um, is that is that a li my light? Oh no, yours. It's just it was glinting. Oh, hey. oh, that's sweet relief. What? What else about Disney sucks really bad? Um, what Disney movies are? recent there's the frozen thing no that's my girl that's the frozen girl i like the frozen girl because um i don't know what, what i don't know what frozen is i don't know what frozen is uh i'm not going to do any material yell out something for me to talk about for 30 seconds anal prolapse uh that's a genre of porn genre of porn the I don't I I will I will I am squeamish about butt stuff 
because I am I'm very prim. I'm very I love my hygiene. But uh, the, my least, I'll, I'll fuck with the outside of the butt, but I, the inside is n no thank you. I don't, I don't like the inside of the butt. You keep it, keep it, it's the inside for a reason. And people are like, no, I'm going to make the inside the outside. It's 2019. You can do whatever I want with my ass. I'm going to make it hang out like a weird sock. And then I saw a, I saw a video of a girl licking a prolapse once. And, and that's my time. Hey, thank you, everybody. That was great. I don't know where to go from licking an <laughs> prolapsed <laughs> fucking anus, but um, no, it's all good. That's that's fun. That's really fun. I feel like we learned a lot about each other. <laughs> this is really great. Um, now I'm getting the vibe. You're just like, please don't talk about porn. We don't. We do not need to know that about you, Casey. Um, actually, you guys more look like I'm cold. I'm very cold right now. And uh, I'm waiting for my turn. Please hurry the fuck up. <laughs> um, no, this is fun. Stand-up comedy is a lot of fun. Um, I, I feel like days like this are like a good days where you're just like, you know, like like I had a streak going like earlier this week. I was like, I'm, I'm fucking hot right now. And then I walk into this mic and I'm like, no, there's a way to feel like you're being interviewed even still when you're doing an open mic. You're like you're being tested. <laughs> you're like, I don't know about that structure on that little one. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just, it never ends. It never ends. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should do something like to the room before Pan gets back. Like, do you have any suggestions? Anything like, what would like the, of the bikes, all of them. I feel like that might be, I want to be like surprise her with something surprise. Well, I guess if we, I don't know, would it, What's that? Good furniture? That would be the biggest prank. <laughs> Someone doesn't like the chairs. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just do nice things and like, what? Nice pranks to confuse Pam and be like, there couldn't be any way that comics did this for me. Like someone else must have arrived and <laughs> given their time and resources. Um, yeah, this is fun. I feel like uh, that horn felt really good. That horn felt really, really, really good. Um, I watched The Irishman. Did you guys watch The Irishman yet? The new two minutes of it? That's all you need, man. I sat through the whole three hours and a half. Holy shit, being old sucks. Like, dude, like the coolest dudes in the past, like Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, old not cool. Like they, it's just like, oh man, this is really gonna suck. <laughs> oh man, 2040, or maybe even, no, 2040, 2050, that's when life's gonna start to suck. I'm just like, why shouldn't I go back to smoking cigarettes? Like, do I really need to live that long, right? Yeah, thanks, Ernest. I'm, I'm out of time. I think I'll take you up on it. All right, who's next, Rachel? Who? Hamza. Hamza, yeah, hey, my new friend Hamza, yeah. Hello again. Everyone's so energetic right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you another story about. So I'm, as I said earlier, I'm a Lyft driver. Um, one time I picked up a guy. His name was Ben. So this this guy was balding. He was red haired. He was with his buddies. They get in my car. Clearly drunk, by the way. His eyes were like half open. 
we get we're, we're driving and he's playing loud music on his phone and when we get to an intersection this hot girl crosses the street right in front of us and he turns to me and goes hey you single and that's not the appropriate thing to say to anybody ever uh, unless like you really know them so he asked me hey you single i said excuse me and he said he just asked me again like it wasn't inappropriate the first time to ask me and i said yeah i'm single he rolls down the window and yells at the lady hey lady and that's the story of how i met my wife i'm joking i'm joking uh so i i had um i was in i think this was in the mission actually so i was picking up it was uh, one of those streets where like, there's a bunch of bars right and um it's like one o'clock at night so it's like you know it's gonna be one of those rides there's gonna be a really really drunk girl that's gonna get in your car and so I get a ride and it's on that street and I see these two women, they're just like puking. So they're on the, they're, they're like, they're like bent over and they're just puking on the side of the road. And then they start walking towards my car. I'm like, no, they're my riders. And so they get in and one, and the, and uh, so they're wearing, they're wearing very tight dresses. So their cleavage is like coming out on both ends. And uh, one girl she gets in the front next to me and then the other girl gets in the back and they're so drunk like they're so drunk and the girl in the front says to me she's like well I asked all my writers how's your day been so far and the girl in the front said ah it's not it's it hasn't been that great but it's my birthday so I said happy birthday out of obligation and uh, they smelled so bad they smelled really, really terrible. And so we start, I don't even think we drove five feet. And the girl in the back's like, I got to throw up. So I stop. I stop. And she opens the door towards the traffic and just pukes. So you know that sound when you open the bathtub and the water hits the, the tub, right? That's exactly the sound that she made when uh, she was throwing up. So she gets back in the car. And now we're going to, uh, I looked at the, at the map. And we're going all the way to Hayward. So we got to cross the bridge. So while we're crossing the bridge, birthday girl starts tapping me on the shoulder. And she's like, mm, mm. And she started puking through the, her fingers. And I was like, oh, God. So I had to stop in the middle of the Bay Bridge. She opened the door and started just puking. And cars were just. Is that, is that my time? Oh, and uh, she uh, cars were whizzing by. Anyway, we get home. To their house, their mom comes out, tries to drag him out. It was crazy. I wish I could tell that story, but time's up. All right, thank you everybody for listening. Cody? Cody, Cody. All right, Cody. Oh my God, fucking puking and shit. Ernest was talking about conspiracies and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I like, I like conspiracies. Uh, yeah, it's talking about Epstein and shit. I, I like, I love conspiracies, uh, but I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I, I realize that sounds a little bit defensive, but uh, name a conspiracy theorist uh, that's ashamed of being a conspiracy theorist. Uh, no one is ashamed to be a conspiracy theorist. It's never, it's never. I think the Illuminati exists. It's always the Illuminati exists, and they're watching me. I need help. That's always it's. I love I love conspiracies. I love imagining a world where conspiracy, like certain conspiracies, are true because 
Like it's it's real life fan fiction. Like Ernest Ernest like he's writing fan fiction. It is real life fan fiction. I think it's it's like it, like if the moon landing was true, uh, if the moon landing was fake, like that that would make I'm a movie buff. That would make Stanley Kubrick the best director of all time. <laughs> like he would, that would be crazy. That would make 2001: A Space Odyssey a sequel. That's it's it's such a good movie. Like sequels can never stand alone, and Stanley Kubrick managed to do that. Like like think about it. Sequels are never better than the original. Uh, you got uh, Ghostbusters two, uh, World War two, Dale Earnhardt Jr. All those things worse than the original and could not stand alone. I I love conspiracies. They they're great. They they make me. They make me. They make me. They expand my mind. They make me think of other things. Like, it, like it's a it's a thought experiment that you could that people can do. But they, people just close themselves off to it as if as if it, as if there's something wrong with it. And uh, I don't know. I used to. I only think this way because I I used to live with a conspiracy theorist. So it was my it was my uh, best friend's mom. Uh, it was really really awkward because. Uh, my best friend didn't live there. Uh, it was just me and his mom. I was just living with uh, a, a mom that wasn't mine, <laughs> and uh, like it was awkward. So I would really look forward to when when he would visit, so that I could talk to him about how much I was uh, fucking his mom out of a lot of money. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not. Oh, that the cops are here. Is that an ambulance? Okay. Yeah. Um, but like it's no. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I uh, I don't know where was, where was I going with that. There's a there's a joke. There's another joke, but I feel like I'm out of time now. Huh? Yeah. Rob Edward. Rob Evans. Yo yo yeah. All right. So you said you watched The Irishman. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that shit too. Funniest, funniest part of the movie is when he uh, was fighting that grocery clerk or whatever, and he's fucking uh, just kicking, and it's like, you know what I mean? It's like reminded me when I watched like, I was at a retirement home and I watched two mummies fight to the death over some pudding. It was <laughs> brought back memories. Uh, activism. What was I gonna say? Oh uh, yeah. So you know, I'm like, I admire what Martin Luther King did. And I'm completely forever indebted for what he did for my people, but I, I have to be honest, I wouldn't have helped him do it. I wouldn't have, uh, <laughs> he was on that nonviolent shit, you know? I'm like, I'm not gonna follow you into that ass whooping. Like, why would I, you know what I mean? Those batons and dogs, that's not, that's not for show, you know what I mean? I have no doubt you had a dream, but if that dream involves me being mauled by a German shepherd, I want no parts of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what else? Uh, hmm, 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 you were talking about violence against women. Yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you say some people say there's uh, you know, never any good reason ever to hit a woman. Never. Now the thing about knives is uh, they don't stop cutting just because you have a vagina. I don't know if you knew that. They uh, they work just as well. You know what I mean? And I'm I. I'm not sexist, I'm a feminist. A woman can gut you just as well as any man could. And because of that, I will punch you in the face if you come anywhere near me with that shit, you know what I mean? You know, you wanna go Mike Myers on me, like, or Michelle Myers, I guess it would be. You know, you do that shit on your own time. I'm not, uh, I'm not into horror movies. Uh, what else, what else, what else? 
Uh, yeah, that's all I had. All right. Okay, hey guys, uh, I'm gonna make this quick. Uh, Disney Princess out, uh, out fuck Jasmine. She's rich. Okay, and I'm gonna make this real quick. I'm gonna see if I could. I'll tell you how I lost my virginity, and which led me to comedy. It was on a Sunday night, a uh, day. It was a matinee showing of the movie Wild Hogs. Do you remember that movie with John Travolta? And Chris Rock, and the guy from Shameless, I don't know his name. Uh, but yeah, I lost my virginity to a matinee showing of that movie. And we had sex in the family bathroom. Doggy style. And I hit, she hit her head on the sink. Um, but yeah, I tried to put it in her butt, because we were Catholic. But my, my penis didn't fit in her butt. Mainly because of... Uh, I didn't know anything about lube or spit or sex. So I, I just put her in the vagina. And yeah, she was my first uh, girlfriend. Uh, it was in the East Ridge Mall. And i that's the same mall I got jumped by her brother in. Uh, but like, yeah. Like, this is how I knew I became why I became a comic. Uh, it was during the 2008 uh, housing crisis. And uh, she recently uh, just lost her house. And uh, she was just talking. Well, I don't know what I said. But I do remember watching a Family Guy episode of like the Star Wars parody. Where like Peter was making fun of Lois after he blew up Alderaan. It was like, oh yeah, you, don't, you just lost your home. And I thought that was really funny. She was like talking about, I was like, oh, I'm about to go home. Oh, yeah, you just lost your home. And she did not find that funny. M- mainly because she was like, wow, that's really not funny. You're a dick. And I was like, whatever, you still have sex with me. All right, you guys have a good night. Give it up for Mauricio. Yeah, I guess uh, you brought up uh, old actors, right? Uh, the other thing that I'm mad at is uh, they announced that movie uh, Terminator Dark Fate, right? And it's like, and they still chose Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like, who the fuck is scared of this man, right? He's like 80 years old. It's like they really should start calling it what it should be called, Terminator Senior Citizen Edition, right? You know? Where it's like he travels back in time, right? And like he's just like wandering through the industrial area. And he's just like, I'm cold, you know? And then they send in the future a T-3000 to put a blanket over him. And then they put him in a home. And he looks out the window and wondering, was it all worth it? You know? He never found love. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it should be. Terminator Senior Citizen Edition. Uh, Conspiracy theories got brought up. Uh, Roommates kind of losing it on that one. I'm not going to lie. I like that he's like, dude, you're trusting the wrong institutions, man. And I really broke down where the origin of Christianity comes from, man. It's through the Chinese. I'm like breaking down their dialects and their words, man. I was like, does that mean you're going to pay rent this week and you're going to clean the fucking stove, you know? All right, that's it. (laughs) I'm Brady Hold.
Uh, I, I'm not timing myself, so you guys just tell me when it, okay. I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit. Man, all this talk about battered children. I still like mine plain. <laughs> I want to create a, uh, a tender for lesbians to, to meet and call it bush meat. You know, like hunting for that wild game. Do you guys remember when Google used to be a noun? Because now it's a verb. If you don't remember, you can Google it. In high school, uh, they called me an emo kid. But that was just a phase, man. I, I grew up and became a depressed adult like everyone else. Uh, I'm starting to look at dick pics as the same as like when a cat brings me a dead animal. I like leaving that as a one-liner now. Um, okay, here's something you won't hear very many comedians say, and that's like, I don't, I don't like cocaine, man. I don't like it. I think it's because I grew up in the era where they took obnoxious kids like me, and they force-fed us Ritalin and Adderall, and if you've had amphetamines before your brain was fully developed, and then you grow up, and you try cocaine, that's just like some weak shit, you know? Like, for one, it doesn't last all day. You can't get it for free with a prescription. And when you buy cocaine, you're supporting a drug dealer. But if you buy Adderall, you're supporting a college student. Mm -hmm. So where do you want your money to go? Our dollars have power, people. Okay, I'm just kidding. Drug dealers need to feed their families too. And also, if you're hearing that and you're like, Rachel, you just don't like cocaine because you haven't had good cocaine. All right. You're probably right. I will try your cocaine. Remind myself why I don't like it. And that's our show. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming out. There was actually people here on a Saturday. That was cool. Maybe next time I'll figure out how to put music on in between people and stuff. All right. Thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. Yeah, right.